0: another episode of the ohana podcast my name is lima and i am your host thank you so much guys for supporting the scattered abroad network uh thank you for supporting my podcast the ohana podcast Uh, my hope and my goal is to encourage you with the word of god and i hope that you have found these lessons encouraging today's uh today's topic is titled where spiritual battles are lost. Have you ever studied the battles of Israel recorded in the scriptures? Even though those battles involved sword and spear, even bloodshed, those battles were spiritual. Yes, and what I'm saying is the battles that Israel was involved in, and, and you read about them, they are these are physical wars that they you know, they were fighting. But they're not just physical in nature. They are spiritual because they're spiritual in nature because they were part of the will of God. They were God's people. And if you pay attention, it is God who's leading the charge. It is God who's winning the wars and winning these battles for them. So God was very much involved in these, in these uh, physical wars. And when you think about our own spiritual walk, our own spiritual warfares, uh, there are times in our warfare where we do lose some of those battles, right You can think about times where you have fallen where where you have you know been defeated uh by sin or or whatever it is that caused you to You know, not be faithful to the Lord or not to obey the Lord. Whenever you did that in your lifetime, when you disobeyed Him, when you were unfaithful to Him, you've lost that battle, right? And it's so important to keep trying. And when I think about the battles of Israel that we read about in the Bible, you know, there are so many spiritual reminders and spiritual lessons that we can learn from those wars. We can benefit. From examining the spiritual warfare of Israel. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4 tells us. That we can learn from the Old Testament. You know for whatever things were written. You know before time were written for our learning. That we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. That's what Paul wrote. You can learn from the spiritual wars of Israel. They can teach us. Um, about how we can fight our own spiritual wars today. And so in this podcast, we're going to focus on three main battles uh, with these three main points in mind, right? Remember the theme of this episode, where spiritual battles are lost. Well, spiritual battles are lost where sin is Present. I think that's one of the most obvious ones uh, to look out for is sin, because we all understand that sin is our demise, that sin will bring our defeat, that sin will lead to our destruction and our doom. And so, you know, when sin is present in our lives, we will lose the battle, right? When we are living in sin, we will lose the battle. And the example of a war that that we want to look at is the battle of Ai. So open your Bibles to Joshua chapter 7. Joshua chapter 7, verse 1 through 13. We're going to read the text, but before we read it, let's remember what transpired beforehand. They had conquered Jericho. They had won this great victory in the Lord and during that conquering of the land God gave some commands to Joshua the leader for the people that they are to stay away from the things that are banned or the things that are to be dedicated to God and all those spoils of warfare uh, should go into the treasury of the Lord and so what we're about to read is Israel not paying attention to that Israel disobeying the will of god so joshua 7 beginning in verse uh, 1 the bible says but the children of israel committed a trespass regarding the accursed things for achan the son of carmi the son of septi the son of zerah of the tribe of judah took of the accursed things so the anger of the lord burned against the children of israel now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Haven on the east side of Bethel and spoke to them saying, go up and spy out the country. So the men went up and spied out Ai and they returned to Joshua and said to him, do not let the people go up, uh, but let about two or 3,000 Go up and attack Ai. Do not be weary or do not weary all the people there. For the people of Ai are few. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people. But they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men. For they chased them from before the gate as far as Sebarim. And struck them down on the descent therefore the hearts of the people melted and became like water then joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the lord until evening he and the elders of israel and they put dust on their heads and joshua said alas lord god why have you brought this people over the jordan at all To deliver us into the hand of the Amorites? To destroy us? Oh, that we had been content and dwelled on the other side of the Jordan. Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns its back before its enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear it and surround us and cut us off. uh, and, And cut off our name from the earth. Then what will you do for your great name? So the Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why do you lie thus on your face? Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken some of the accursed things, and have both stolen and deceived. And they have also put it among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, But turn their backs before their enemies, because they have become doomed to destruction. Neither will I be with you anymore, unless you destroy the accursed from among you. Get up, sanctify the people, and say, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow. Because, thus says the Lord God of Israel, There is an accursed thing in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you have taken away the accursed thing from among you. So clearly they have disobeyed God. They have become unfaithful to the Lord. Achan has taken the spoils, the things that were banned, the things that were supposed to be for the Lord, and made it his own thing. And so in doing so, he sinned, but notice the impact of his sin. It's not just that Achan hid these things in his tent, it's the fact that the battle was lost because of it. Another thing to consider, not only the battle was lost, 36 lives were lost. People died because of sin. And so we notice then, right, that that clearly they lost this battle, not because they were incapable of fighting, not because they were, you know, undermanned. They only took 3,000. That's not the reason why they lost this battle. They lost this battle because sin was present in the camp. And God said to Joshua, I will not be with you until you do this things. Until you purge that sin out of Israel, of, of Israel. Until you destroy the sinful thing. And we know how this account unfolded. They, they cast the lot and... Through the lot, it was found out that Achan was the one who took these things, and Achan confessed. And after he confessed, and the property was found in his tent, uh, Achan and all of his household—yes, him and 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 all with him—they were stoned and burned to death. And so, we see our lesson or a main point from this text. Battles are lost. The spiritual battles are lost. When sin. Is involved. Now, God knew that there was sin in the camp. And therefore the first battle with AI. Was a loss. And when sin is involved. It is a spiritual problem. Here's the question for us to consider. Are there sins that you are trying to hide from God. You know how Achan tried to hide this thing. And he buried it in his tent. And tried to hide it. But God knew where it was. God brought it to light. Are there sins in our lives. That we need to bring to God now. And put an end to it. That we need to come clean about these things before God. And put an end to it. If there are, we need to understand that if we don't destroy this sinful thing in our lives, we will lose the battle like Israel lost the battle. They went up to their enemies already losing. One can say that they lost the battle before they even swung the sword. They lost the battle before they even marched to the battle. All because of sin. I tell you, do not try to fight your enemies. Do not try to to fight your battles when you know God is against you. You need to fix that first. You need to purge the sin out of your life. Battles or spiritual battles are lost where there is sin present. Number two, battles are lost where there is no support. Right? We understand the importance of each other, we understand the value of finding help. Uh, the ability to have some support or be someone who is a supporter. I want us to go to Exodus chapter 17 and notice verse 8 through 13. Now, we're going to read this text and and you're going to find out that, you know, they won this battle. But but bear with me because our point is still within this text. Battles are lost where there is no support. Now, Amalek came and fought with Israel in, in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, "Choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands. One on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek. And his people with the edge of the sword. So they won this battle. But uh, you know, that's that's the obvious takeaway. But how did they win the battle? And if you could take away that one thing, or 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 to state it more clearly, if you take away Aaron and her, if you take away the support. That they gave Moses and Moses hands got tired to where he cannot lift them anymore. What would have been the outcome of that battle? Well, they would have lost the battle. And that's our point. Battles are lost where there is no support. Thank God Aaron and her were there. Because if they weren't there, Israel would have lost this battle. Because no one would support Moses' tired hands. In life, some battles are going to be hard. That we get tired fighting them. And I want to tell you, those battles, those specific ones that are hard, that are wearing you down, that you're tired and you're still trying to fight, but you're worn out at this point, do not fight them alone. Do not fight those battles alone. Some battles you can fight on your own, but not the ones that wear you down. Are your hands tired? Do you see your hands getting tired fighting these wars or fighting these battles? I want to encourage you. You need people. The best thing we have in life are people. We need people. We need others to come alongside us as we're fighting our battles. We need someone to come alongside and say, hey, let me help hold up your hands. Sometimes it takes one person. Sometimes in the case of Moses, it takes two. Sometimes it takes the whole church to help somebody to win that battle. I think about what James says in James 5 and verse 19 and 20. James says, brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, there's someone that who's lost his way. He's wandered from the truth and someone turns him back. Let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. That's how you win these types of battles." There's someone there that needs your support. Support them. Maybe you're the one who needs support. Ask for help. Talk to somebody. Seek support from someone. Because there are just battles that we cannot fight by ourselves. Because if we do, then that battle is lost. Spiritual battles are lost. When sin is present. Spiritual battles are lost. When there is no support. Last but not least. Spiritual battles are lost. When there is fear. I want you to go with me to First Samuel chapter seventeen, a familiar text of the Bible. And you know, I want to read verse thirty-two. You know, all the way down to, uh, to where David, you know, defeats Goliath. But before we read that, let's talk about what went beforehand. You know, beginning from. Verse 1 The battle was prepared On the valley of Elah The Hebrew Or the people of Israel On one mountain The Philistines on another mountain And the champion Goliath Of the Philistines came down Goliath was a giant Alright in Inside of Goliath Any man would cower in fear And that's what we read Goliath came down and threatened the armies of God. He said to them, Why do you come out to draw up in battle array? Am I not the Philistine and you, servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will become your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall become our servants and serve us. Now, you know, the text already described Goliath as a mighty warrior. He's a giant. There was no one on that battlefield the same height as he was. There was no one there from among the armies of Israel. That stood a chance against Goliath. And then you read about David being sent by his father to check on his brother and to, to, to bring some meals and, and, and have a good report for his brother for his father when he goes back. David comes and and the text says that Goliath has been doing this for 40 days and 40 evenings, right? Morning and evening for 40 days, he's done this. You think about the fear of the people of God, of Israel. Forty days went by, Goliath has been challenging the armies of God. And not one person. For forty days, they lost this war, this battle against Goliath, because of fear. Now, I'm not saying that if I stand in front of a giant like alive that I, I wouldn't fear. I mean, you wouldn't know until you are put in that situation. But you have to admire the faith of David. He shows up and, and his brothers accuse him of wanting glory for himself. He shows up. He, he calls on the people. Is there not a cause? Why, why is this Philistine you know, running his mouth like this? Why, why hasn't anyone stand up to this person who is defying the armies of the living God? And so in verse 32, David is brought to King Saul after King Saul realizes the, the words about David. And, and David says to the king, let no man's heart fail on account of him. That's another way of saying, king, do not be afraid. Don't let anyone be afraid or be fearful of that man. And he says, let your servant, your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Remember the the courage of David. Remember that. When you are fighting a battle where it just seems like the enemy is a giant. And maybe you already said to yourself, well, this is too much for me. I'm just going to give up fighting. Even when the enemy is like a giant, even when the enemy looks like they have the upper hand, you and I as Christians have faith. We cannot engage in this warfare In fear. Have you ever seen. You know. People line up to fight a battle. And they are afraid. And they are shaken. And they are cowering in fear. It's almost like. You don't want to go to war. You might as well. Just just say. You know what. You just take us. Let us be your servants. We would love to be servants of yours. Here. Rule over us. That's not what David said. David said, I'm going to fight this man. And notice the fear again of the king, of the leader. Saul says to, 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 to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are but a youth while he has been a warrior from his youth. Again, admire the courage of David. Your servant was tending his father's sheep. When a lion... Or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock. I went out after him and attacked him. And rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me. I seized him by his beard. And struck him and killed him. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Since he has taunted the armies of the living God. And David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, go, may the Lord be with you. And God was with David. David said to Goliath, you know, you come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. David was so brave, he was so courageous, he was not fearful, and he won this battle. But our point is, where was this battle lost? It was lost for 40 days before David showed up. It was lost the moment they look with their eyes Uh, Or their naked eyes, the moment they look with their physical eyes and starting to compare themselves and started to compare themselves to Goliath, they lost that battle the moment they saw Goliath. They saw Goliath and they forgot God was with them. That's what fear does, that's what fear is. You're fighting this war. God doesn't want cowards. If you do an, an, a self-analysis of who you are and your spiritual warfare, and your your conclusion is that you are a coward, you need to stop being a coward. You need to stop being fearful. There's so many of us. Uh, there's, there are still people online, you know, worshiping online. It's, it's been years after the pandemic, and we know more now about it than before. And there are still people living in fear. Not able to serve God because of fear. Now, I'll go to work in my secular work. I just can't come to worship. I just can't come to church function. I just can't serve here and there because of fear. Battles are lost when sin is present. Battles are lost where there is no support. Battles are lost where there is fear. And I want to encourage us. To purge our lives of sin. Because if we live in sin. Victory will not be ours. And I want to encourage us. To find comfort and support in the Lord's family. Because if someone's going to help you in your spiritual walk. They are the people who are worshiping God with you. And if you are living in fear, you need to stop. Have faith in God and serve him. And you will continue to be victorious in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and for listening. God bless you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.